hello to you as well. How, Jot, I know how you are. Oh, how am I? I am beautifully anxious. I am yeah. gloriously angry. And I'm just a few other emotions in between, largely. You're such a stoic, calm, level-headed person that when you emote anything other than pure joy, I'm scared. Oh, thank you. That's really the vibe that I want to give off to people. For context, Jordan and I were just discussing before we started recording how our days were going. And my, I'm not having the best week. And today specifically is not the hottest time for the Josh apartment where it's just me, but um, that's a little catch up on where I'm at mentally. Mentally. See, if I were you, I would have gone into a 15 minute long tirade about (laughs) why my life is falling apart and how everything is affecting me. I didn't want to give you too much to edit later on with this podcast. And I appreciate that. But I will say, though, that this is like how the day started for me, because I had a lot to do, like a lot. The moment I got up was like, go, go, go. Mm -hmm. And at like 830 in the morning, there's a knock on my door. (gasps) So I, of course, am terrified because who knocks on my door at 830 in the morning? Absolutely. And then I go and open the door and no one's standing there. But down at my feet is a little Starbucks bag like somebody had ordered Starbucks. And I, without even thinking, I was like, oh my God, one of my friends knows that I'm going through such a tough time lately that they Uber eats to me some Starbucks as a treat to help pick me up going in. And I was so overcome with emotion. And I went into the kitchen (laughs) and I opened the bag and there was, there was a croissant and there was a venti iced coffee. And I was like, this is, I literally had tears in my eyes. I, I kid you not almost full-fledged like single tear down my cheek as I ate the croissant itself. There was no card or note in the bag. And so I finished the croissant and then I'm looking at the venti coffee. And of course there's like the sticker on the side and it says, Andy. Stop. (laughs) My name is not Andy, nor do I know anyone in my life named Andy who would get me. And beneath Andy, it says like the order with lactate milk. And you would never. I would never. You don't have to. And so now here I am fully realizing that I had just tore open somebody else's like coffee Uh, order. I'm dead. It was good. (laughs) It was appreciated, but it was definitely not, definitely (laughs) not uh, a gift in the way that I thought it was. Okay. I'm not saying this because you just told me this story, but I swear on my mother's life. I was going to send you a star. I swear to God, I'm not making it up. I'm not just saying it to say it. I was going to send you a Starbucks because you've been having a time. Oh, thank you. To know it would have elicited that emotion. I wish I had gone to I, it sooner. Andy beat you to the punch. Andy got you and Andy got me. Were you looking at your phone waiting for like, I was. happy morning, Josh. Hope I was like looking well. at my, my emails. I was like, maybe a coworker because I had told a few co-workers lately how stressed I was. I was like, something's going to happen. And then when the second sip of lactate hit, I was like, wait a second, maybe I should actually read things. That's too much. It's too much. It's too much. And it's too little all at once. So, you know, I think it's good because you were able to (laughs) take that opportunity that found itself at your door and there's nothing else 
like there's no Andy that you know of on your floor. No, no. But so, yeah. then again, I don't know any of my neighbors' names. And that is the scary part. Neither do I. That See, that's the thing. Because my parents, they always ask like every seven months or so, like, do you know any of your neighbors? Because I think they think it's more common for us city dwellers to maybe like get to know the people on the floor. I don't. And well, I don't have no plans to either. Absolutely not. There is like a hot gay couple that lives on our floor Mm. that I don't know their names and I don't need to either but I'm in you know yeah but I think because I grew up in the suburbs obviously and so did you like even when I see my parents or talk to my mom I'll always be like oh how so and so and how's this one because I know so many neighbors Mm -hmm. from growing up but I was also very like like when I would walk our family dog and people would come talk to me, I'm like, no, no, like I'm not setting a scene here. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to, I'm disengaging from this yeah. conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know anybody's names. No. Isn't that funny though? Whenever you go home, or I don't know if this is the case where you're from, but where I'm mm-hmm. from, where I come from in this town, Hamilton. <laughs> um, like you wave at everyone that you walk by on the street and you say, hello. Mm, see, I don't do that. And I think I come off as mean because (laughs) I, and this is very cliche to say, but I do have like an RBF, like very much like wrestling bitch face. I was like Ruth Bader, Finsburg. Ruth Bader, Finsburg face. (laughs) But I've been trying to be better about living here and like just being nice enough. And the people who live in our building do seem to be a bit older. And there's this like, Mm what I perceive to be a a 105 year old Irish lady who like comes into the elevator and starts talking to me and I can't help but smile because she just sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire and I'm just like I'm I'm in you can tell me your life story out of there no I don't wave but no no (laughs) there's no buts about it you're not getting a wave out of me not I (laughs) um so we did take last week off obviously you know, Josh has been having a time. We were very, I was busy last week and we just said, hey, let's take a breather. We had a sabbatical. Let's open a Starbucks bag that's laid yeah. with Andy and eat the croissant right out of it. A hypothetical croissant was munched on last week. <laughs> munch, munch. Crunch, crunch. Um, here we are. I've... We're back. Some would say we're better than ever. Not I. Not I. <laughs> but some. <laughs> Um, I think today we're going to get right into it because we do have a lot to talk about and you do have an appointment right after this. So I do not want to hold you from that. Make me but, the reason. Always. But um, I think we wanted to dig- dedicate today's episode. And I'm so sorry for those who listen, hoping to us for us to never talk about this, but we have to, we, we I have to. to talk about it. Um, we you do- better believe you better believe I'm going to talk about it. We do dedicate usually a portion of this podcast to housewives, but I thought today would be very special. And we just talked about housewives. I mean, why not? In the distance, you can just hear either a round of applause or booze. And I'm open to both. That's story of my life. I deserve both. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, so I actually, because I do pre-interviews in my head before we record. <laughs> <clears throat> Love that. 
I want, we talked about this a bit last time on the last episode, but I wanted to ask you, because your housewife's journey was so late into the game of like our group of friends and whatever, which is fine because I started <laughs> watching Survivor at the age of 29. So really yeah. who's, who's to say what? Yeah. What, how did you get into it? You guys introduced me to it. No, well, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know the answer to this question, Jordan, in your pre-interview. <laughs> I, just, I forgot to mention that I know the answer to all the questions yeah. I could <laughs> ask, but pretend I'm not listening to mm-hmm. you. So obviously, like, we would all talk about it, and you got into it by proxy. Mm-hmm. I think your first franchise was Housewives, obviously. Uh, New York. Yeah, it was New York, because I watched, um, this was, like, predating the streaming services where I watch it now yeah. I literally climbed aboard the pirate ship and I watched those early seasons of New York sure did and I would be like oh my god Ramona's playing tennis this week like that was the drama of like season one it was just yeah. like Jill Zarin and Ramona at a tennis court but yeah. I would like comment on every episode pretty much like Avery Avery made a homophobic remark about lesbians you know very she bad sure she yeah. sure did mm-hmm. um and then after new york where did you go i think i went to beverly hills after new york mm-hmm. and then and from beverly hills i went over to dallas dallas which might surprise some but this was back in the day where and i will stick to this until the day i die seasons two and three of dallas are sure. great television seasons mm-hmm. and so that is when i kind of first started watching because i heard about those two seasons being great and then I guess the next one would be Potomac that I watched. Yes, because I feel like Jersey was the last one yeah. you just watched. And Atlanta, and I had before that. Yeah, Atlanta, I had peppered in here and there, but I still have to actually go back and watch like the, like, see, I feel like, like with you, whenever you recommend someone to watch New York, you always say start with like seven because that's yeah. kind of like a great golden year span. But I really feel like, Atlanta from what I hear seasons one to four maybe are the best really for iconography essentially it's like one to nine for me Mm. but I it's like Beverly Hills where I would start at the beginning and then yeah if you're at a season you don't love you can kind of skip forward yeah but I just want to address the season seven of it all because I don't want anyone telling me not that anybody has because of this podcast yet but I know everyone's like, no, you have to start with one with New York. I don't really think you do. Think you I've do. said it before on this podcast. Season one is like found footage, paranormal activity. <laughs> like it's a, a crazy season. Season two is really solid. But season seven, because Jill's not there, there's a half new cast. Aviva's gone. It really is like a new era. Mm-hmm. And Bethany returns and it's like a new chapter of New York. So that's why when you started, I think I said seven. And I said, I'll listen to that and I'll go right back to one. (laughs) Exactly. But New York is not something to skip over really any of the seasons except for this current season. But I would, because I'm currently watching season four, which is camp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Habibi. (laughs) Not that. (laughs) Um, so I think how we can do this today, we can maybe like go city by city. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. 
like what's currently on and mm-hmm. then whatever other thoughts that we have. Yes. I mean, I okay. really feel like we don't have to spend that much time. We just kind of talked about New York and we mumbled it under our breath, but the current season is not it. It is now the finale has aired at this point. Yeah. Like one episode of a reunion coming up digitally, virtually, whatever. I don't know. The less said about season 13 Roni, the better, but, but maybe because there's been so many rumors lately from Dumois and Radar Online and all of that. Like, where do you think, I'm going to turn the tables on this, on you. Where do you think New York is headed? I really don't know because I think as I'm rewatching four and like the clips always go on Twitter, stuff like that, like New York really didn't have a bad season, a bad, like truly bad until I would argue last year was not great. And this year was inarguably like Dallas had a really bad season, but this is like it's bad let's let's say what it is it's bad it's bad it's bad um so it's kind of like you know like when oc had that last season which was also terrible everybody's like cancel it whatever unless you're dallas they're i don't think they're gonna ever cancel new york it's such a Mm -hmm. staple it's also like andy's favorite so there's also too much history there to really scrap it as a whole Mm -hmm. But I do say, like, let's look at the fixins and see what's wrong. So, yeah. Ramona, I'm sorry. It's time. We're done. Goodbye. You and I will never speak again. Enough. That mm-hmm. last episode at the Black Shabbat that Ebony hosted, which I don't think you watched. Mm-mm. No, I didn't. Nope. I was you warned. Yourself. It yeah. was so terrible. And stuff she did was so egregious and stuff she said was just like, it's just unentertaining and Mm -hmm. really offensive television. And also like you're watching pieces of a puzzle in the same scene that are just not working together. Yeah. And we put up with Ramona's antics for so long and that's fine, but like enough is enough. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what I think we should do is like keep Ebony I'd get rid of Leah. I'd keep Lou. I'd keep Sonia. Who else is on this season? That's it. Um, uh, Luann, Sonia, Ramona, Ebony, and That's Leah. That's it. Yeah. And I, like, I really sincerely doubt Bethany is ever coming back, and that's totally <laughs> fine by me. I also wouldn't mind the well, because I don't think there's anybody that should come back at this point. I think we need to completely start anew. Yeah. And what made New York, New York was the rich histories of the women and the friendships. And like I tweeted, like we've all known each other for 20 years. Like I want to hear that again. I want Mm -hmm. friendships and I want to expand the group. I want more of Ebony's friends that are not Leah. I want anybody else. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's tough. Where do you think? Cause I know New York for us is like, I know it's always been the staple or one. Uh, Yeah. It's scary, like, to think about mm. what could be next. And part of me is just like, you know what? We had 11 amazing years. <laughs> if we were to cancel it right now, I would, of course, be sad. But also, 
I don't think that there's necessarily an easy route out of this. Like I would truly fire all five of the women that are currently yeah. on the show. Yeah. Maybe keep Ebony around to see how she fares in a second season with different women around her, like who are her actual friends and not like production kind of just sliding around and being like, good yeah. luck. But yeah, I don't know. I would, I would definitely put it on hiatus for at least a good year and really research the city and the characters within the city and and start fresh. That's what I want them to do. Cause like, how do you cancel like Dallas? Sorry to the city of Dallas, but mm-hmm. like, it, obviously it's an iconic city, but like New York is New York. Like, yeah. how are we looking at New York? And it's like, well, it stops at Ramona, Sonia and Lou. Yeah, outside of this friend else. group, <laughs> that's we, it. There are no other women in this city and it just it's so frustrating because like you said I would be sad but it's hard to be sad when something is bad and then Mm -hmm. it's canceled because like if they canceled OC I'd be fine but look now how excited everyone is for OC because Heather is back and there's a whole new cast and Shannon is you know there Mm -hmm. so I think listen I'm gonna completely negate what I just said about 40 seconds ago if Bethany came back I think we could make it work with something I don't Mm -hmm. know what that like Heather coming back works because Heather is not Bethany Bethany is bigger than the show right like it's it's kind of she belongs on New York she belongs as a housewife but in her mind she is bigger than the show Mm -hmm. so you're negotiating negotiating there with the devil yeah I don't know. It's really tough. And I don't want to see it go because it has been such a well for comedy. Sorry, you yeah. want to say something? Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, like, what is kind of fun, though, is this new edition of like the peacock of it all. And as we were talking about a couple weeks ago with this sort of like housewives all stars idea, yeah. just because we're saying goodbye to some of these women, potentially, if they get fired, does not mean that we won't be able to enjoy them in a different format down the road if these kind of spinoffs play well. So it may not just be like Roni, like we know it, but like I could see them bringing back Sonia for, you know, another sort of all-stars type thing, or I don't know. It's at least comforting to know that just because you're shown the door doesn't mean that Andy Cohen doesn't open a window for you as well. You're so full of shit, Andy. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe we bring back Carol. We need we need it centered around writer girl. It'll coincide perfectly with sex in the city. There was just something stop. There was just. I mean, we've everyone has said this for years, but the season seven cast is the dream, the dream team. It's it's that girl. It's casts. that girl. And like it had every player the way Beverly Hills has it right now. I just, I'm kind of like, you can't say goodbye to New York. Like, and also I don't think they'd cancel it. Like it's obviously in turmoil. It's a disaster, Mm -hmm. but it's such a staple. It just, if they're not going to cancel fucking OC, they're not going to cancel New York. I just, exactly. I just, I think to your point, let's sit with it. Let's sit with what we heard, which was a lot of bullshit, a lot of nonsense. And Mm -hmm. then go and really cast and find women and reinvent it yeah also i'm gonna negate what i said again if they got rid of everybody i'd also be fine with that. i would be very fine with it 
I don't think any of these women have to stick around for another season. I think Lou has had the 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 craziest housewives arc mm. really like the character she is a digimon like she has evolved yeah. four times she's an icon once into diana ross and that yeah. was tough but you know like i think we've reached the end of the road yeah. with lou yeah and sonia and obviously ramona her final form was cabaret <laughs> there's nowhere to go after that she's our digital monster yeah exactly um Okay, well, that was New York. One city down. And on to the next. (laughs) We can go to, I mean, obviously the belly of the beast right now, Beverly Hills. And what a belly it is. What a tummy. Why don't don't you give me your sudden debrief? Oh, my God. Like, we are in a pocket of episodes right now that are just like, Sweet spot after sweet spot. The um, the one last week was great with uh, the Rinna Beauty lunch. The fuck you, fuck you, fuck you with Garcelle. Fantastic. Um, but the I one have before to say, that. Sorry, you texted me because we were talking about the episode and you're like, when Garcelle body slammed Dorit into oblivion, <sighs> which is my favorite thing. <laughs> Just, it was excellence. And the thing is, is that, you know, at least my theory in my head is that like a producer probably pulled Dorit aside at some point and said, listen, girl, you're not doing much this season. You need to start picking up some of the weight here. And then Dorit and her, you know, little Chanel head thought, okay, I'll go after Garcelle. (laughs) And so she goes into this lunch with the most like cliche housewives. Garcelle, you know, you've been taking a lot of jabs at me. Like just very strange and over the top not subtle at all the biggest fumble of it all for me is the literal beginning of the fight when she fake confuses crystal for garcelle oh my god and she goes oh sorry garcelle has just been top of mind for me and i'm gonna disagree with what you said because i do live in my own mind and i pretend none of this Mm. stuff is a little misconstrued but i do i feel like Dorit had spent three weeks on holiday and was reeling from the episode before, which was the other dinner when uh, Garcelle, like once again, body slammed her into oblivion. That's not what you said. That is (laughs) not what you said. And because on Dorit's face, the second or third time Garcelle says it was literally like, holy fuck. (laughs) Like that gif, I think I sent you the gif of Dorit like kind of slowly spinning and it's almost like a horror movie when you look at it out of context that she doesn't realize that all of a sudden Garcelle's just right on her shoulder. I think she had sat on that for a while, but in conjunction with what you are saying was maybe a little like, oh, I'm not doing anything mm-hmm. this season, right? Mm-hmm. I have never seen someone tarnish all goodwill from the season before. Yeah. Like Dorit has this season. If you take away the Buca de Beppo, what's left? There's nothing left. Her and Nectaria are sewing these wedding dresses by themselves. <laughs> and she picked also the worst battle yeah. to, to conjure up in her head. And also the shit that she said this season. Mm. The My mom's best friend is black. Is black. 
Awesome. Garcelle. Awesome. <laughs> I think we said this on the podcast before, but our favorite quote is Garcelle just responding. Awesome. Awesome. Just <laughs> any Dorit. Garcelle like in between <laughs> phrases, like last week when Dorit's like going on her thing and Garcelle's like, Leanne, let's talk about it. Yeah. Just like little things where you're like, okay. I'm like, she's she's gonna flip this table. Yeah. Um, sorry, you were on to saying something. And once again, I really interrupted no. the episode before last week's episode. Just fantastic top to finish opening on that uh, scene of Sutton kind of debriefing with the girls and mm. kind of literally pulling out pages of numbers and dates. And you can see the exact moment where Lisa Rinna goes, oh, fuck, in her head, because I just know that she was just like waiting for the moment to try and keep spinning this as like Sutton, you're a bad friend. But when Sutton brings out numbers and facts, it kind of, I mean, how you, how do you argue with that? Literally you can't. And you keep bringing this up too, which is my favorite thing. It's that Sutton was filming as a friend of the entire season. Mm -hmm. And I listen, maybe I'm naive, but I can read when there is a false reality performance mm-hmm. I genuinely believe everything Sutton is doing in the second half of the season it's not even to correct her own narrative from the first part of the season I genuinely believe she was like do not I do not want to be associated yeah. with this I think Sutton is one of like the rare women on housewives across all cities that genuinely and I say this in a good way, does not necessarily understand the reality yeah. TV game I think that yeah. everything she gives, is just fully 100% what she's thinking and what she's saying. And because she's not like an actress or she doesn't think at least at this point in time with a producer's mind, I can see why that could make someone a little bit uncomfortable watching her. But for me, that makes me like her more, but I'm trying to think of other women who also don't really get it or didn't get it. I think the other woman to compare her to, because I just rewatched like some clips from season nine of Beverly Hills is Denise who was Mm. an actress, but Mm -hmm. literally misunderstood the assignment completely. Yeah. Yeah. Had never seen the show she was on, was unaware she was on a show. Yeah. And what show that was. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Was inauthentically for better or for worse who she was. Yeah. I think, Sutton just agreed to do this as like a nice post-divorce pick-me-up. Like, oh, it'll be fun to be with the girls on camera, you know? And now here she is being like, oh, wait, now I have to hang out with this girl who stole money, potentially. Absolutely. And sorry, but like, I I felt last week, like something got lost on social where we were all like, no, why would Sutton not want to be associated with her, kind of? And I was like, no, we forget we're also watching a game within a game here. It like, is, yeah. They're talking about the cast legalities of mm-hmm. being associated with someone like that on yeah. a show. And what they say and what she says to them could be used against them. Now, I'm no lawyer. Mm-mm. But I've seen all seven seasons of The Good Wife. I think so that's I made lawyer that enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's lawyer enough for me. Okay. I just am like, wait, when did we decide to like 
give Erica even the slightest amount of praise after all that has been alleged. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm okay. Thank you very much. And there was that deleted scene that they aired like as a secret scene last week from the episode before where Sutton basically said like, I offered Erica money, which kind of adds on top of like the reasons why she wouldn't want to be around her now. Like, yeah, I I didn't even need that context. No, I didn't need it either, but I was like, I'm like, I got it. Yeah. Got it. Hopefully this will shut up. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Totally understood. I just am crazy. Anyway, I, and I'm going to repeat myself for the 15th time. I think Garcelle is, I would die for Garcelle. Yeah. A legend, probably the best like thing on my TV right now. What she's doing is so fascinating to me mm-hmm. because again, I rewatched the episode I rewatched of Beverly Hills season nine was the fight at Denise's backyard, which really became something entirely different after because they were yelling in front of the kids. Oh, the threesome. Yes. But the fight itself, which I think we all forgot because that season was such a mess was Kyle and Rena were fighting because (laughs) Kyle goes, I it starts with them being like, Dorit being like, you defend Teddy more than you defend Eddie. Oh, else. yeah. And Lisa goes, well, not always. Oh, yeah. Not always. Not yeah. when it comes to your sister. Oh, my God. Which is an insane <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> and it's just like an insane fight as well, because like, how dare Kyle and Teddy be friends? I mean, listen, I don't like Teddy at all. But the fact that that was blown into like a storyline like who cares but also like for Rena to even be like why wouldn't you defend me a friend of yours of six years yeah when you you always defend your sister yeah I don't know you alleged my sister was (laughs) Was on the brink of dying near death so that's a little tough for me I don't remember saying that I do not remember ever saying that back to Garcelle Mm. The way she played that Rena Beauty luncheon fight was incredible. Mm-hmm. See, she she gets it. She sees the producer mind and the actress mind, and it works wonderfully with the material. But I'm never reading it as a farce. I'm never no. reading it as put on. I'm mm-hmm. reading it as she was genuinely, she said things that were matter of fact. Obviously, she feels out of place in the group. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Obviously, she has been jabbing Dorit because Dorit has said, I don't know, crazy fucking things to to Garcelle. Yeah. Obviously, actually, I ran out of things to say, but it's the way that she fought with her Garcelle because Garcelle doesn't get, um, she doesn't fight in the typical way of a housewife, which Mm -hmm. is maybe sometimes a bit bigger. She is very centered, very direct. When she came around that table, <laughs> Dorit's life flashed in front of her eyes. <laughs> Dorit was like, I, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> and then when Dorit mocked how Garcelle said, oh, really, yeah. that was tough. Really? <sighs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This reunion. It's going to be good. It's going to feed me. <laughs> this week is going to be good, too. Dinner Party from Hell, part two. Well, I remember when Nikki and Paris did a podcast like mm-hmm. months ago, 
Nikki, they asked her about her mom joining Beverly Hills and Nikki was like, yeah, like I cried when I first heard it, but then I was like kind of excited. Yeah. But like last night, what's their younger brother's name? Like um, Aaron or something like that? Something Kevin, weird. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. He's like, yeah, last night mom had a bunch of people over for the show and they were yelling all night. And it's this episode. Oh my God, I love it. But my question, and this almost leads into like the next city we can talk about, is the one slight that I have against Beverly Hills this season is that the editors just rely too heavily on the to be continued of it all. And they'll like literally wait to till things get like very escalated with the drama and then bam to be continued which Potomac's editors they have used a to be continued here and there but they know how to cut an episode beautifully I don't disagree I I'm not as bothered by it I would love housewives to literally just do like a like a Berkshire's, like we have entered mm-hmm. in like Berkshire's Luann and Bethany. Like yeah. we are in this time frame that's happening, like a bottle episode kind yeah. of. Start at the dinner, start of them getting glam. I don't need Lisa Renna and Amelia Earhart like in the garage oh. looking at dresses. I'm I fast forwarded. I couldn't. I can't do it anymore. I'm not I don't care. giving my time to that. I don't care. Let's let I agree with what you're saying because I also like when I, I don't want to watch something again the next week. Yeah. Like I want to have that whole thing. Well, it's like the, but, the season one's dinner party from hell. Sorry to interrupt. Season yeah. one's dinner party from hell. That's all one episode that is contained. But, and I haven't even seen this week's episode. I just know yeah. that it's going to pause in the middle of when things get the most heated. I just know it. I, I don't want that. Neither do I. Prove me wrong, editors. Like, <sighs> please prove me wrong. Well, Speaking of Potomac. What are your thoughts on this season so far? You know, I'm actually loving this season. I thought this week's episode was really funny and really, it's a good time. It's a good time, gal. Mm -hmm. I agree with you that I still think we're working with much of nothing, but what speaks to the strength of this cast is if this were Beverly Hills, I would be really like, holy fuck, we're still talking about the same thing. Yeah. But the girls know how to make it always interesting and always something else. Mm-hmm. Now, I have been going back on back and forth in my head about, I think I texted you this too, like, are you team Wendy? Are you team uh, Green Eyed Bandits? Mm-hmm. And you said, I'm team Candace. And I said, okay, same. I'm also team Candace. Yep. Ride or die. Uh, <laughs> I just... I've been team Wendy the most of this season because I think being locked in a house with these women and having them berate you, not only your style, your body, your tone and attitude, and then allege that your marriage is whatever, I would probably also snap. Um, so I understand where she's coming from, but this week, and I saw a lot of myself in Wendy, she might be a Libra. When she was not talking to Giselle like at all at the pool, I was yeah. like, this is a little tough because I need you to put, I need you to like, I yeah. need you to go. I need you yeah. to do it. Because Giselle, 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 <laughs> Giselle won me over in this episode. And it's, it's just hard with Giselle because sometimes there's a Lisa Renna thing about her where she can just flip it on you and make you laugh and mm-hmm. do the work. And you're like, God damn it. Yeah. She's a pro. There. 
that clip of Ascale asking her how the shrimp is. <laughs> just, I'll just be like, I, I thought it was good. <laughs> you have um, to give it up for her. She ha- she deserves her flowers. She made me laugh this week. The banging on the table when Mia, who also like made me laugh this week, being like, I did when yeah. she brought up the rumor. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. I'm team candy. That's where I'm at. Where are you with the season? I would compare the season to maybe on a similar level to like Roni season nine. Roni sure, season yes, nine. Yes. Not much happens, arguably. Like Bethany and Ramona are fighting over just the dumbest thing. Of You're Bethany's- in the press now, naked doing porn. <laughs> Very. That has somebody come up to your daughter on the playground and ask yeah, her about Sawyer it? came up to her at recess. <laughs> So yeah, it's um, it's not my favorite <laughs> version of Potomac Housewives for sure. Like, it's not a good season for my girl Karen. It's not a great season for Robin either. Giselle somehow has moved up in the rankings for me because yeah. I think I just respect her so much and the way that she knows yeah. the game. That's what I is, saw this episode. I said, yeah. "Oh, I get it. I'll be tired of you probably in seven episodes, but here I'm. I'm in. I will always." think um i'll always look back on camille in season one of beverly hills and the way she talks about if you can get your opponent in an argument or a fight to break or escalate to a point where they're screaming and kind of being over the top whereas you keep your cool you won and giselle's unbothered like reaction to wendy's like rehearsed reads and like to some emotional uh moments this past episode or two I was like okay well Giselle wins like see that's where it's tough because I I'll say this is like it's watching Drag Race and I'm quoting like Nicole Byer on the pit stop but like more is more with Housewives like Mm -hmm. I love I love a yeller we know like how I am I love (laughs) someone who I love a fighter I like someone who yeah is willing to defend themselves is Wendy in the wrong not necessarily because I don't think she's in the wrong. No. She's being accosted for really no reason. Mm-hmm. Did her attitude change? Sure. But like, what's it to you, first of yeah. all? And also, if we really like go through what Giselle and Robin said, it's a little tough to digest. Mm-hmm. I have seen more of your body now than I ever have. Close your eyes. Like, yeah. really, what is it to yeah. you? And That's she was wearing a, yeah. a bodysuit with track pants. Like, who cares? Yeah. But when Wendy was like belaboring the point in this episode and I again was watching myself on screen so that was tough I was just like babe you gotta like kind of just put it down for a little Mm -hmm. bit Mm -hmm. but again I'm not stuck in a house with these people like you cannot leave and you also again there's a game within the game she has to do her job right yeah if you're gonna swim with the sharks exactly well like Mia said she's a weak bitch (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that I loved. I told you, I'm like Mia. Won me over. I'm still trying to figure out if I am like, yay Mia or not. I think I'm largely enjoying her, but I just don't. It's a hard season to kind of situate yourself in. I think, like she is really doing nothing at all this season, and I do appreciate her just blatantly stirring the pot this episode because mm-hmm. she was like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm in. Tag me yeah. in, Karen. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, Robin is having a tough season. That whole 
12 year old spongebob moment on the couch with like the yeah whatever that was yeah it was really tough yeah and i was fully ready to be like riding for robin this year when i saw that her storyline was like essentially pandemic depression i was like great i can i can work with this i I support this and i hope that it's a great moment for her and she was like well you're not gonna get it you're not gonna get it for me because the thing is here is like whereas in beverly hills we have like two people that the fans are like riding for right Mm -hmm. now like sudden and garcelle Whereas in Potomac, it's kind of like, well, where are you falling? And also, like, do you even want to fall on that side? Like, everyone's yeah. wrong in the argument. Yeah. Everyone's wrong. Mm-hmm. And again, Candace is having a wonderful season. Wonderful. 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 Now that we got the essential oils and the parrot <laughs> and the allegedly drunk driving out of the way, it's Candace time. I think people like to hate on her for no reason mm-hmm. because, and I don't feel this way. I am just saying these adjectives. She may be grating. She may be a little annoying. Yeah. What do you want from a housewife? Do you want Pascale yeah. <laughs> to quote Nicki Minaj? It's been six episodes and all she does is give <laughs> us a shocked face. <laughs> she did get a nice little confessional look though. Yes. Thank great. you for that. You looked amazing, Escala. Um, oh, and I will say, and I hate Am the I fact that I'm Escala or Escala? Escala. Okay. Is it got meek? It got me. <laughs> it's got meek. Yep. Yep. We got okay. it. Keep keep going. Um, I need more Ashley. I need more. That that one appearance she made a couple episodes ago was great. It showed why she's a professional at this show. I need her in uh, scenes that are unrelated to children or babies, husbands. I need that. I need uh, spicy energy. I need her to do her job, even though she just literally gave birth. So I know it's <laughs> hard for her, but I need her to show up. I mean, okay, I'm rewatching, as I've mentioned four times now, season four of Roni mm-hmm. and Jill goes to Australia for the first five episodes. (laughs) And I'm low-key obsessed because one, it's just like how different housewives work then that you literally did have a personal life. And if you had to go somewhere, they're like, sure. Yeah. Which is crazy that like no cameras followed her at all. She misses all the drama, comes back and says, I'm over the drama. And then obviously in classic Jill form is crying in the limo because Ramona yelled at her at the at the function but I'm just like Jill where are you like you're supposed did they not give you the call sheet and and you said well I'm going down under like confusing hello absolutely (laughs) um I agree with you I will say though like the moments Ashley has given us have been iconic so again she's putting in the work but imagine she was there the whole time exactly yeah like we don't need any more babies I need less children on these shows. So really, let's do the work. Let's do the work. You know, I just got an email. I'm going to leave this in because I don't fucking care. My therapist, who was on vacation for four weeks, was like, hey, we have a meeting today at six o'clock. Did I get that wrong? And I'm like, we may have. Oh, no. It's fine. Time zones. Blame it on time zones. 
I'm 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 in London. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, nar. No, don't be sorry. That's my oh, fault. I'm- also, I don't live my life by a calendar, so really it's hard. <laughs> anyway, moving right past that one. Shit. Um, so those are all the ones that are on air right now. But we have another city that's getting ready. It's waiting in the wings. It's uh the city located near Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Oh city. yes. I was yeah. like, where the fuck are you going? I was trying to give it to you as a riddle, but riddle me this. Um did you like the trailer? Because I know you well enough. Oh, yeah. So here's like the context, as we've discussed before, is I enjoyed season one of Salt Lake, Salt Lake City. I was not on the like transcendent level that I think a lot of other people were. And I've likened it in the cast to, I thought about this, to a really good spaghetti meal. You've got... Jen Shaw is the tomato sauce, messy, okay. Okay. all over the place. Sure. You've got Mary M. Cosby as the noodles, slippery, also messy. You can't really, can't really hold on to her. Mm-hmm. You've got Heather, the meatballs, hearty. Um, what's Heather's cousin's name? Oh, what's her name? Uh, not Seems Kimberly. Like Brittany. No, not Brittany. Not uh... Blondie. Yeah. Ah. Whitney, 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 Whitney. Yep, we got it. We got it. Was that was a good Whitney impression. <laughs> um, she's the the nice glass of water. You think she's boring, but really, she's a swinger. She's there to help you know keep everything hydrated. Um. Oh. Uh. Who's the other one? Lisa is a glass of red wine. I appreciate her as she ages, okay. and for me. Meredith mm. is the parsley. Mm. But to others, Meredith mm. is much more than that. I find that, first of all, now I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Second of all, the way you either stand Meredith or don't is so fascinating to me because I don't stand her, but I enjoy her. I'm very much like, I like Meredith. She is not engaging enough, obviously, to use that word. Like, for me to even pick a side i'm just like Mm -hmm. she's there i got it so i understand what you're saying yeah that was also the most josh smith way of like i asked you (laughs) you asked josh for the time he'll tell you how to build the clock i asked you if you like the trailer you gave me a full recipe i thought about it on the train (laughs) i was like wait a second let me think about this city but my long short is that i enjoyed the trailer and i think it's going to be a good season i agree i think they're going to have a and I mean this with like the most respect, like an SNL version of the season of Beverly Hills, because yes. where Beverly Hills, there is co- comedic aspects. It's never like zany mm-hmm. where Salt Lake is so zany. It's going to be comedic. <laughs> and like yeah. what we saw from that trailer was really great. And what Meredith was giving us is what I wanted more of from season one. Mm-hmm. And Lisa seems just really there, which is great. Um, Jen Shaw. I mean, now that's that's tough. It's tough, but it might yeah. be needed for the season's success. Mm-hmm. Almost and like how Erica's needed, maybe for this season of Beverly Hills in some ways. Listen, let's make one thing clear because there's a lot of like Erica's carrying the show on her back this Mm-mm. season. No, 
No. The people around Erica dealing with Erica's situation are yes. carrying the show on its back. Exactly. Erica, Erica is, herself is not doing much. I mm-hmm. fully will have said before, I am appreciating this cosmic performance <laughs> she's giving, giving because it's very much the edible has hit and yeah. Erica walks into a scene. Yeah. All in. But let's really like call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Salt Lake City is waiting in the wings. I'm ready. I'm mm-hmm. excited. We're in a really good run for Housewives right now, ignoring New York. We're going to ignore. I pretend I Beverly Hills is having, again, a top three season. I'm really, I'm saying it now. I yeah. don't care. And Potomac's having a really solid season. New York, again, ignoring, and then we're going into Salt Lake. I'm just repeating myself. I'm having a stroke. Well, Jersey's also coming up, and I think Jersey's had some strong seasons. For a pandemic yes. season, of course, it was pretty like enjoyable for me. I agree. I was very much there. There's also a new cast member this season. Mm. I don't know her name. No. It looks like it's going to be a lot of the same, which is my issue with Jersey, because I think they fixed it after just, like, two bad seasons and then they're scared to ever tamper with it again yeah but i need them to tamper with it and i also need them to film more than two and a half months yeah because jersey seasons are so quick and condensed and Mm -hmm. i'm like no like make Teresa angry she has to continue to do the only job that she has like let's do that Mm -hmm. and see what emotion that elicits it will continue to be like robot confusion but i would like to i love when Teresa is processing (laughs) words i love to see the gears turning my daughters my daughters um also waiting in the wings but not really is oc which is currently filming which i'm very um hopeful about i am too i did not I think I am onto Heather Dubrow and the words that she used because in every interview she's done, she said it's disappointing. And by that, she means she is getting along with Shannon. No, I actually interpret it differently. I think that she is disappointed that she and Shannon weren't able to, you know, uh, that's the same thing. No, I thought you said that she was disappointed that they were getting along. No. No, she's, I think, saying it for the viewer because I think she wa- she knows what we wanted. Mm. We're not saying the same thing? No, I'm saying that she's telling us that there's going to be drama between her and Shannon. No, I don't see that at all. Because I think she was like, I wanted to come in here and make oh. amends with this person. And I'm disappointed that Shannon is still the same old Shannon. No, I think it's what what is now confirmed because she put up that video of the two of them walking hand in hand. I think people are always changing and growing. (laughs) No, I think when it comes to Shannon, (laughs) Shannon Bedore, people stay the same. Um, I don't know anything else besides that for OC, really, Mm -hmm. but I am happy that they have gone to, I think, Mexico for their trip, which is not in the States, which is exciting. So excited for like a cast trip on one of these pandemic uh, seasons you know where, where they, they went for jersey town. do you know where, where they, they went go? for jersey dallas uh, uh sorry not dallas i think somewhere like that okay they're going to brandy brandy redmond's house they went to michigan uh, yeah. and then very quickly atlanta is just sitting there i've been reading like yeah like they're not filming yet no 
there's been the Porsche of it all these past couple of months, which makes me wonder like, well, like where are the cameras? I don't know. I think it also, honest to God, did not have a good season last Mm -hmm. year. It had one great episode. Which I watched. Of course. And the rest was not good. Reunion was also not great. Mm -hmm. And I think they're taking their time to reevaluate the cast. If it is the alleged cast that's out there, which is basically most of the same women plus Sheree and and Marlo getting an official peach. Mm. It's a little tough because I do think it needs some other people. Yeah. I don't know. I love Atlanta, but, and I'm going to sound like a lot of Atlanta fans. I'll watch them do anything because I just find them very easy to watch and yeah. very like amusing, but I need them to like really rejig what's happening there. Mm-hmm. It's tough with these shows that are in their like tens, 11 seasons because it's been a recipe for so long. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that in, Season five of New York, it had an entire show tone overhaul mm-hmm. where it became like the Aviva and Stimpy show where it just was like crazy antics <laughs> for two seasons. <laughs> it's yeah, that's very weird when you think back to that, like already shaking things up five seasons in, but then yeah, coast not coasting, but since then we've just been sticking to the formula. And I don't watch. Real Housewives of Miami, and you didn't watch Mm -hmm. Real Housewives of Miami, but it is filming for Peacock of it all, and I will watch that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm interested. I'll give it a go. You give it a go? I'll give it a go. You know what I mean? Speaking of going. I've got to. You gotta go. You're 22 minutes late for your therapist. (laughs) Gotta email her back. You've got to get online and say, hey, sorry, my connection wasn't working. Hello. Yeah. Um, that's going to be tough because, you know, I'm sure in his book of me, it's like annoying, crazy, but also like has missed a lot of sessions. He just wrote another notch down in the call. Yeah. It's very June Diane being like, I pay my therapist to miss my <laughs> sessions just to know that she's there waiting for me. And that's how I feel about yeah. this. Oh, man. Um, Josh, I missed you dearly. Miss you as well. I'm so glad we've gotten to catch up over our girls. Our girls. Beautiful session. Love you. Love you too. Hope you have a great rest of the week. I hope I do too. And I hope <laughs> you do as well. Fingers crossed. And don't forget to comment, rate, subscribe, follow, email, snail mail, and... Hit us up with a hello anytime you want. Mm -hmm. Now, goodbye. Goodbye.